continuing our ongoing coverage of the 2021 ISL season three, we are sitting down with match number eight victors, uh, Energy Standards, James Gibson, Shabon Howie. Uh, James, I'd like to start with you just coming into this match, um, knowing that you were facing London, especially that now that they have uh, Kyle Chalmers and Emma McKeon. Tactically, were there certain events that you were targeting or, or had to approach differently from other matches? No, it's, I think, you know, we, we have a very straightforward strategy. You know, we, we focus on our relays. I don't think there's any uh, secrets on that. I think, you know, it's pretty clear to see how we go into our matches. And uh, no, 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 we didn't really change too much. Like we know, obviously, with uh, Emma and Kyle coming in, we knew they were going to be a lot stronger. And let's just, you know, London are an awesome team. We have, always have a lot of respect for the, the people we're racing against. But we, you know, we, we lined up... Uh, we did our lineup as strongly as we could. Um, we knew that some of the guys were coming back into camp a little bit fatigued or weathered or being quarantined. Uh, so um, we, we had to make a few little changes. But again, there wasn't any big, great surprises from our lineup and uh, how we attacked the match, really. Mm. And, and <clears throat> excuse me. And Shaban, you, you, you pretty much swam your lineup uh, as, as, as you usually do. You were in all the freestyles. Do you ever want to branch out to any of the other strokes or events besides 50 through 400 free? Um, well, I always like swimming freestyle. So that's definitely my um, first choice. Um, and I used to, I actually used to do breaststroke um, even before college. So, and I think season one of ISL when I was on DC Trident, I saw the 50 breast for them. Um, but I mean, we have an amazing team where I feel like all the spots are covered. So unless they really, really, really need me in other places, otherwise, um, I think I'll be sticking with freestyle. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with that. It seems like you've had some pretty good success. You won your 12th, I think, 200 freestyle uh, in ISL history in this match. Um, I mean, how, how did that feel knowing that that was your 12th win in that event? That you've, it's, it's been an event you've just been completely dominant in. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't really realize that that was my 12th win in the two free until afterwards someone told me. Um, but yeah, I just treat every race as like it's my important race and I just try to go all out and see what I can do. I never really, you know, think too much when I'm going into it, but 200 freestyle is always one of my best events. And I really like swimming at short course because it's kind of like a sprint, but also like a like a middle distance race. But um, so I think there's a lot of strategy that uh, everyone has like a different strategy going into like the, the two free, but that's why I think it makes it so much fun. And I really enjoy racing it. Uh, and, and then back to the, the, for the freestyle races for James, you um, kind of unexpectedly got one, another freestyle ace and Sarah Showstrom back. Um, she had returned home to Sweden to, to, you know, stick with her training and then uh, her elbow was 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 doing perfect, and so she got to come back and race. How did that change the dynamic for you guys? Both, you know, just in the pool. Obviously, you have another very strong swimmer. You get to stick in the lineup, and then also, uh, you know, she's your energy standard co-captain. You know, you know, Sarah Sarah's um, trip home was always planned. You know, she's she was still essentially a, a rehabbing athlete uh, all the way through. 
until, well, she still is to a certain degree, to be honest. And uh, that was all planned. She had medical appointments at home and she sent me a, a photo of an x-ray. It was very last minute um, last week, the x-ray and the doctors gave her the all clear to sort of, add, you know, she could up her training load and she posed a question to the medical staff and the medical team whether, you know, that she could come back and race. And uh, they, they gave her the all, all clear. But obviously, you know, it's, we have to look after the athletes first and foremost there health and well-being that's our, that's our priority uh but when the doctors and the medical team said she could come back obviously we we we, we welcomed her back with open arms because uh, she's uh, you know she's a good point scorer like Siobhan um but it didn't really change a huge amount in our li- lineup for for the last match because Femke Hemskirk was always going to come in as a relay only swimmer being the first match I have I, you know I have to be fair to the guys that have been here all the way like Florent and Femke came in as relay only uh so you know, even if Sarah, we didn't have Sarah, we would have, uh, we have got two other great freestylers that would have filled in those roles. Um, so, you know, for the next match, we will make a few changes. Uh, there'll be a few little things uh, different in our team lineup, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll obviously release that at the appropriate time. The uh, I was going to ask you about that. So I guess um, <clears throat> trying to shape it in a way where you don't have to give away all your secrets, but um, looking looking forward to this next and final uh, regular season match. You know you, you're swimming against uh, two of the best teams in the league in London and Toronto, um, both who have had uh, match wins over the course of this season. As 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 the general manager, um, do do you have to tweak things for that? Do you prepare your athletes any differently than than for another regular season match, especially given that it is heading into a period? Where they're going to have a month away from the ISL? No, there's 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 no different approach to the way we we approach every match, and uh, I you know we like we like to win. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, common in all in all team sport, and we like to to be on top. So uh, you know, it's been a, actually a real pleasure for us to race such good opposition. Uh, you know, Toronto and London are two of the strongest teams in the league. The last match we had three of the top four from last year. Uh, all competing, so we we haven't had any kind of soft matches per se, really, and uh, and it keeps you honest. It keeps everyone like we have to get the guys recovered. The only priority we've had post the uh, was the our match three was just to get everyone recovered. And, uh, sorry, messages are coming through, uh, but um, we just the athletes all get fatigued. Fatigue builds up, and these last two or three days, we just want to make sure we get them in. We swim out, we get all the fatigue out of their system. So they're ready to go on a Thursday and Friday. Yeah. On that, on that topic of recovery, Siobhan, um, <clears throat> how have you felt like you've transitioned into this ISL regular season, just coming off of the Olympics, only having those few weeks in between, um, and then getting right back into racing? Yeah. At first I wasn't really sure how I would perform at ISL just because I did have like a I did swim a lot of events in Tokyo and a lot of races. And after we got back, actually, in Hong Kong, we had the seven-day quarantine. Um, typically, it's a 21-day, but then the government kind of gave us an exemption. So even having a seven-day quarantine, it's it's still quarantine. We were locked in a hotel room and couldn't really do too much. Um, so I really try to use that time to sleep and recover as much as I can. And then I, after that, I took like a few more days off from the pool and then I had one week of just training and also a lot of functions and events at home, like welcome receptions and meets and greets. And so it was kind of a hectic week. Um, 
before I actually left for ISL. Uh, so heading in ISL, I didn't really know um, how in shape I would be. Uh, but coming into Naples, seeing the team again and getting to train with them and explore the city with everyone, it's it's just been a great experience. It's so much fun and I'm really enjoying myself. And so I think that definitely helps because it makes me feel like I'm not actually here to race. I'm here to like enjoy the whole team atmosphere, enjoy the city. And so um, it puts me and the rest of the team in a really good mood and we're training outside and having fun. And so I think that definitely helped, even though I didn't take too much of a break after Tokyo, I am still in, I am still in good spirits and I am enjoying what I'm doing. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, that uh, that week of quarantine where you were able to just rest and kind of recover and catch up from the Olympics, um, emotionally, were you able to kind of sift through or process the the experience of Tokyo and especially winning two silver medals? Yeah, I think even when I was still in Tokyo, I couldn't really process what happened um, just because everything kind of happened really quickly after my tuned it free. I really want to enjoy celebrate my silver medal, but then I had the hundred free that evening. And so I felt like I couldn't really fully enjoy when I was in Tokyo. But after that, I definitely had time to reflect on what happened and go through all the messages that people have been sending me. And, you know, it's just a great moment. And I think uh, especially with how well Hong Kong did at this Olympics, um, we had five medals. Um, and it's the best that we've ever, the best Olympics we've ever had. And just seeing the amount of support that Hong Kong people are giving their athletes is amazing. And I think, you know, that definitely encouraged me to keep moving forward. Yeah. Do, do you feel like that, that feeling, that perception, um, or just the, the, that kind of an accomplishment in your career? Um, do, do you feel like you've carried something with that, uh, from that forward with you into this ISL season? Yeah, I think uh, with my achievements at the Olympics, it kind of reassures me that I'm one of the top swimmers in the world and whatever I set to do, if, if I work hard for it, I can achieve my goals. And I think with that, just heading into ISL, I think there are things that I want to accomplish as well. And so I think as long as I just stay calm and do what I've always been doing, I can definitely achieve them. It, it seems like it's so far, at least in ISL, uh, it seems like things have been going well. <laughs> That's really cool to hear. Um, I, I want to hit on a few specific things in match eight. The first uh, would be back to James for, for the, uh, for the mixed medley relay, which went ex- exceedingly well for energy standard. Um, when, when you were making that lineup, um, was it, was, was that an experimentation? Had you had that lineup before, or do you think everyone just kind of fired on that relay on that day? Well, you're the mixed medley relay that's, that's dictated by the, the skins really. Um, I know, uh, we traditionally, we, we like to rest our skins from us cause we know that the, the amount of points that goes on, uh, the last bit. So, um, yeah, the, it, the, for us, the skin, the medley relay is dictated by the skins. And this time it was a uh, women's backstroke and it was uh, men's butterfly. So 
you can kind of, you can kind of play with your lineup as is. But you know, if you stick it Ben Proud into a mixed relay, uh, he's going to be paying for it um, about ten minutes later. Uh, and also, Siobhan's got the two hundred free just beforehand. So you, you, you've got to be in, inventive with the lineup, and it's always best to have a fresh athlete go in if they're as fresh as possible. That's kind of there, there are some short turnarounds. Like Siobhan experienced it, women's four by one hundred free relay. You've got five minutes. She's, <laughs> then she's back on the block uh, doing the fifty free. Was in the first two matches. Um, so there are some tight turnarounds, but we we tend to try and choose some people that are fresh. They can go into those relays that are fresh. And we knew that uh, London, we knew their lineup, what they had previously, and we kind of predicted that. And we knew Kyle was on obviously great form. And we actually said to Fem and, Fem and Sarah, there's a guy that's going to be charging down. Uh, just keep an eye on him. <laughs> Don't let him get too close. And I said, but we also mentioned that sometimes these men, they get close, but in the last 10 metres, the women actually pull away because they're big, heavy guys and they sink at the end of the races. So uh, we said, don't worry too much, but he will be coming. Um, but we, it couldn't have gone any better. We got first and third uh, in that relay. And obviously we got some big jackpot points, which I'm expecting a question on in a bit as well. Okay. Well, let's, let's just get to it then. Uh, the, so the jackpots, we, you know, we reported on it. We we've discussed it. Our commenters love talking about it. Um, I'll just ask this. Is, is there, is, is there something you would do differently with the scoring just, just from the jackpot perspective, um, as opposed to just a regular scoring or a jackpot? Um, or would you just have it go back to just a regular score? three options there well well firstly just the, the article that you wrote yesterday uh it was a just a touch out of context because uh, what i did say in the interview was that i was talking about the jackpot when benny got she got beat by two one hundredths or three one hundredths of a second but the points differential was huge you know you can you can just touch the wall just behind but then you're like oh, how did i end up getting 15 points less, just even though it was a great performance. Like I think there's a, there's a lot of merit in the jackpot system. There is a lot of merit in sh- in showing off the, the the great athletes and the great swims, you know, like Ilya Shimanovich getting close to the world record. You know, he, he, you're going to get these extra points. I think there is merit in that. But what I, what, you know, that moment in time when you're in the middle of a match and emotions are, are, are flowing, are flowing and you see, you know, damn, we missed that by one, one, two or one hundredths and we're not quite getting the reward that we feel like we deserved on that. But, uh, you know, to do something, I think, you know, what the ISL does very well is, you know, you're trying to push boundaries and bring new things to the table and show new systems and new rules to try and make the sport engaging for the spectator. So, uh, as for changing anything, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change too much, but I'd like to obviously make sure that we're on the right side of uh, some of the points scores, which we were in the last match. And as you've reported, you know, you know, we, we might not have won that match on the old system, but, uh, you know, there's least, at least it's competitive. I think the most important thing is the events are competitive. And so far, you know, we've seen Toronto uh, get, cl- get a match win and also be competitive in all their matches. And that's where, you know, the sport is interesting. And, and when you win as a team, you know, if you win by two or 300 points, it's, it's, it feels a bit routine. But uh, I think when you, you see Siobhan in some of the pictures screaming her head off in the, in the stands uh, at the end, and it felt when you win the tight ones, it feels amazing. You know, it's, that's, uh, you know, even if it's regular season or, or playoffs or finals, you want to be in the mix and you want it to be tight and you want all the teams to be competitive because that makes the show slightly better. 
I couldn't agree more with with everything you just said. I, I think our article was a little too pointed towards you, and I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, guys." Um, but but I think that's a really good point that the the jackpot system doesn't account for how close the race is for first or second. It just it just rewards the winner, right? As opposed to if the winner blows someone out compared to if if they win a very tight race. It's an interesting point. Um, <clears throat> Look, Coleman, it's, we're here talking about it. It's good. It's a discussion point. I've seen in your article there's 50-odd, 60-odd comments on there now. And it, well, if we can create these discussions, it means that we're talking about swimming. And, uh, you know, that's the same thing in NBA, NFL. You know, there's the, the post-match, the, the, the talk, the what-ifs. And I think it's th- these, these things, anything that can create a debate or a discussion, it's worthwhile. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, and, and I think the ISL has done such a fantastic job of, of that. Um, <clears throat> Shabana as an athlete, especially as someone who swims the 400, uh, you know, which there's been a ton of strategy thrown into that. Our, our jackpot points, something you, that, that changes the way you uh, prepare or approach your racing at all in the ISL, especially with that 400 and if you could, you know, just comment on your mindset heading into a 400. Yeah. Um, I think for me, at least I'm more a hundred, 200 swimmer. So I have that natural speed. So typically in a 400, I do go out maybe a little bit faster than like a distance swimmer would in a 400. Um, so I think to me, it doesn't like with the new rules in the 400, it doesn't, um, make too much of a difference in the way I swim it because I, I just typically go out fast in a 400 anyways. But I think for like a swimmer who is more of a distance oriented, they now they have to go like really hard in the first hundred in order to get extra points. Um, uh, so I think like, you know, everyone swims the 400 differently. And um, so it definitely affects other people and the way that they prepare for this race. Um, but in terms of like the 100 or 200, I don't think, um, well, at least the way I swim it, it's with or without the jackpot, I'm just going to go all out and see how fast I can go and see how many points I can get. At the end of the day, you know, it's a rule that's there. And my job is to swim the fastest that I can and score as many points as I can for the team. And so, you know, I, I don't know if I can change anything or if we should change anything, but as a swimmer, like, my goal is to swim as fast as I can. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Uh, and then uh, as James was mentioning earlier, in terms of um, some of these tight turnarounds that you have, such as the foreign free relay right into the women's 50 freestyle, um, as the, as this regular season has progressed, um, have you felt like you've adapted to those quick doubles more and more, or is there anything specific you do um, in training or at the matches to kind of get yourself more and more prepped to have those kinds of doubles? I think since this is my third year in ISL, I'm getting more and more used to the fact that we have a, I have to swim a lot of races in a very short amount of time. Um, and I think every year I just get better in preparing for many races in two hours. Um, but I think this is the first time that I had a, the, four by one free relay and then the 53 where I have maybe 10 minutes, five minutes max. Um, but luckily we have a great team, great coaching staff that they're always there to help me with anything I need, towels, water, sports drinks. Um, 
And yeah, I always want to make sure that I have time to at least do 100 or 200 warm down in between my races, because I think that helps with my legs and lactic acid. Um, but yeah, I kind of just treat it like a race pace practice. You know, you have two rounds and you have 10 minutes in between and you do whatever you can to recover as quickly as possible and to swim again. Um, and so if you go into it with this kind of mindset, like it's training, then it's kind of like, oh, 10 minutes, that's kind of a lot of rest and training. Um, and mentally it helps me better. I don't think anyone said that, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like 10, 10 minute intervals in training, like, yeah. oh yeah, do anything. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I really appreciate both of you taking the time to one last question, same question for each of you, obviously you've got one more match. Um, but then after that, and obviously energy standard has, has, uh, secured its place in the playoffs. Um, so for the month of October and, and I guess half of November, you know, until you get back to Eindhoven for the playoffs, um, what, what are your plans? What, how are you going to spend those five to six weeks? Uh, Siobhan, we can start with you. I am going to be traveling a lot um, just because I cannot go back to Hong Kong because we currently have a 21 day quarantine policy. Um, so I am trying to find fly everywhere to find a pool that I can train in. Um, after Naples, I'm going to Dublin in Ireland to visit my sister for a few days and see my family. And then I'd be going to um, Spain, Sierra Nevada with a few of the energy center coach and um, swimmers. We're going to have a training camp there. And then after that, I think I'm going to go to Turkey to keep training and then Eindhoven. So kind of a busy trip. That sounds very eventful and exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then James, uh, what, what, what is your plan? Will you be at the uh, altitude camp in Spain as well? Well, uh, Tom, Tom's leading on that. Tom Rushton will be leading on that camp. And my, my role is really to support all the athletes in any way, you know, I can uh, for that period. But I think a lot of the guys are going to go back to their homes. They'll, you know, quarantine exceptions. And it's a different, it's a different period. You know, we, we've got to manage people that, that can't necessarily go home, that we've got to find different training bases everywhere. But there's also visa issues, you know, staying in the European Union for too long. So there's, there's lots of little things at play here, we can, especially we can't, we can't ignore COVID. Uh, so, uh, you know, to be honest, we're just going to send everyone home. So it's, first off, stay safe uh, with anything that you're doing. And, uh, you know, the idea is just go home, make yourself better, you know, uh, train hard, make sure we come in nice and fresh for the next period because it's going to get a little bit more frantic in Eindhoven. And, uh, you know, Eindhoven is a fantastic arena, the Peter Van Hoogen Band um, complex, you know, it's it's a quick pool. It's a it's a it's a great installation for competitive swimming. And you know, already, you know, we're we're on the final ends here. You know, this has gone incredibly quick. These four weeks or so have just flown by. Um, and, you know, the weather, winter will come, so you know, it'll be a diff slightly different feeling for everyone. But we just get everyone stay stay healthy, train hard, and come to Eindhoven, and then you know, the team will take over. <laughs> 